This episode of The Instance is brought to you by Squarespace at squarespace.com. You've been sitting around thinking, I need to make a website all about the things in World of Warcraft I love the most. Why not go to squarespace.com right now and use the code INSTANCE at checkout? That's INSTANCE at checkout for 10% off your account at squarespace.com. Today on The Instance, it's our big Legion pre-launch special. We take a long, loving, hard look at what you can expect to hit as early as this coming Tuesday. Oh, and all kinds of stuff happened in other Blizzard games. We'll get to that as well on this episode of The Instance. (laughs) The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is The Instance. That's a bit of a throwback, isn't it? I figured it was appropriate given what we we're going to talk about today. <laughs> so wait, what's this intro? The, the the guy sounds a lot more angry than usual. Yeah, it's an old, uh, so it's our old Kata intro. And uh, we haven't played it in a long time, partially because we changed expansions, but also because we talk about so much more than WoW now. But today is so Legion-centric that it just felt appropriate to have Scott Fletcher yell, the whole thing. Is that Scott Fletcher? It is. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't recognize him. That's he's him in all. He really does He does all those. Furious. Yeah, he's a furious man. Um, once in a while, I can get him really worked up, and it's, it's a good time. Uh, it's myself, um, Scott Johnson, and Patrick Beja. Hello, Patrick. What's going on? Hey, so, um, Scott, yeah. let me tell you, I have a problem. Uh-oh. Crap. Um, y- you know that game, World of Warcraft? Yeah, I'm familiar with it. I can't, st- I can't stop playing it. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> What is it? What I, so is, it? is it 2008 in here? What's going on? I don't know. It's like, uh, no, it's more, what, a year and a half ago when, when uh, Draenor launched. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was inspired by our good friend, Willie Dills, who will be joining us mid, mid-show, mid if I understand correctly. Yes. Um, so a couple of weeks ago for the last episode, we started talking about how he went back in and he was doing his uh, uh, legendary quest and the the flying thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I should go and do that, you know, try to get the legendary quest. And I started back up just a little bit doing the, the garrison missions. And then I was like, oh, wait, but then for the legendary thing, I need stuff from my from the buildings, like the profession stuff. And I started being, building out the buildings. And then I was like, oh, but... I can do the pet stuff too. It's it's no big deal. And then the flying, and then the thing. And I will tell you, I'm I'm playing. I'm not gonna commit, but multiple hours a day of World of Warcraft. <laughs> and the most surprising thing. Yeah. Do you know what the most surprising thing is? Let me guess. Hold on. The most surprising thing is that you're having more fun than you've ever had. No. Well, maybe not than I've ever had, right. but I, I'm definitely having a lot of fun. And I think the garrisons and the the expansion in general, it's been so long since there's been new content. It's gotten sort of a pretty bad rap, uh, which is understandable. And, and definitely, you know, the nine months or however long it's been since uh, the last patch came out is are way too long. Like if I had been playing on that in that rhythm for... Uh, all that time, I would be bored out of my skull. Yeah. However, uh, there's you know a few weeks worth of really fun content. I've I so to do the uh, flying uh, 
uh, achievement, you need to explore the entirety of the world. You need to finish all of the major quest lines. You, there's a bunch of stuff you need to do. And I've been doing all of them for, first to get the achievement. And then I just started, you know, doing them because it was fun. The stories are fun. The it, Looking at the world, there are some really crazy things in the world that you come across you didn't you know realize that you had yeah. the garrisons i didn't realize but a lot of it i hadn't done i my garrison was like stopped halfway through now i have like pets walking around all over it's like it's i've i've been doing some invasion uh, quests it's like uh, for for the it's the perfect way to get back into the game uh, seriously before legion comes out yeah and i'm i'm Super glad I, I went back in. Well, and today we're going to talk a ton about not just Legion, um, but also mostly we're going to focus on the pre-patch, the stuff that's happening probably Tuesday. All signs point yeah. to Tuesday, as best we can tell. And uh, we want to talk about what that means, what's going to change Tuesday. I've been getting a lot of communication from fans via Twitter and uh, email mainly saying, Scott, are you worried about Hunters? Scott, what's it going to be like on Tuesday? What am I going to do? <laughs> like, there's... There's some nervousness uh, from the community, and I'm not exactly sure why. I'm feeling nothing but excitement at this point. And I don't want to speak for everyone, but I'm, I'm getting a little bit of feedback like that, like people aren't exactly sure what to expect. So we're going to help you know what to expect a little bit here, and that should be fun. Uh, i got to give Patrick a ton of credit because part of his diving back in in such a hardcore way was driven by, well, I need to get up to speed so we can talk about what's coming with Legion. And, blah, blah, blah. and then instead it roped you in and snared you in, into its unholy grasp, uh, which is what WoW does tend to do on a cyclical yeah. basis for us at least once to two times every couple of years. So uh, anyway, I'm excited to hear more about what you've experienced. I'm excited to hear about what we can expect on Tuesday and more importantly, what we think it means for Legion and the next couple of years of content. Let's dive into that now. All right, let's start it off with, and we're, we'll call this our primer. It's our pre-launch primer. Background downloads and, yeah, already happening, so, right? Everybody's starting to get background downloads. You should have by now, I assume. Yeah, if you haven't, you have a, there's a problem. There's yeah. like 20 gigs of, of data that has to start downloading now. Yeah. Um, but so on this episode, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're going to be focusing, there's stuff about the other games as usual later down the line, but we're going to be focusing on the pre-patch and what it means. And, and probably next episode, it's going to be about Legion proper, like the big stuff from Legion. Right? Correct. I, I think that is the best way to handle it. Part, I mean, we have a release date. Uh, you know, a firm release date for the actual expansion. So we know how much, how many weeks we have and what kind of content we can do. The trick with this pre-patch stuff is we don't know for sure. Like we think it's Tuesday. We were a little worried it was last Tuesday. So it's, it's all been a little bit up in the air, but as far as we know, it's coming this Tuesday yeah. and this episode gives us a chance to sort of focus in on that and talk about what's going to change. Cause this is going to be for a lot of players, like it often is with these pre-patches and new expansions it's a great way for players to figure out what's going to happen. Like they're going to get their biggest, the biggest changes are going to be on their hard drives. The things that matter to their character the most, maybe not new content, maybe not new places to explore, but you're essentially going to be playing the way that your favorite character plays in Legion. And that's always nerve wracking, exciting server cues. Like there's the, it runs the gamut of how exciting this can get. This is basically all of the systems, all of the things that are changing in the base game yeah. are going to be into uh, the entirety of the game when the pre-patch hits. And uh, 
it's probably this Tuesday, as you said, and the way we're almost certain of this is that uh, the the PvP season is going to end on Tuesday. And traditionally, that's when the pre-patch has been uh, hitting and has been activated. Yeah. Um, hey, before we dive into all of those, uh, I did want to mention the comics. Have you Have you seen the comics? I have. They're good. They're really good. Uh, people should yeah. be checking those out. There's full motion stuff happening. There's regular comics to be reading. It seems like with every new release, they're doing this. Um, they're putting out, you know, comic content for games like Overwatch and other games, and, and certainly WoW is no exception. So if you haven't been checking those out, they're on the official Battle.net site or the WoW site. You can go find those and, and see those, and you should. Absolutely should. Yeah. And we've also got, I don't know when the first one's supposed to land, but we've got some story-based kind of motion graphics shorts. Uh, shorts coming, similar to what we have with Draenor and similar to what we had with the Monkey King blowing away way back in the Pandaria days. <laughs> so those are coming, and we don't know when I those are coming out. That. Do we know when those are coming out? I don't even know. No, no, I don't think they even know. Um, it's just it's going to be coming in the weeks leading up to Legion. This is some exciting, you know, some hyping up marketing stuff. Um, and the, most, the, the comics, go check out the Made Fire app. If you haven't downloaded it already, it's uh, people that are making taking the existing comics and making them into motion comics, like perfectly well suited to an iPad or even a, a you know website. They have sounds, music, everything. It's awesome, and all of the WoW comics are available there and free. And they also have the Overwatch comics in the same form. That's super um, cool. So Madefire is the way you want to be reading those comics. And the second one with the with the Nightborn, mm -hmm. is it? Mm -hmm. The the people in, in Suramar, which is the last uh zone in Legion. I'm like, I can't wait to see the follow-up of the story and what they are. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's really, really good. So all this lead up stuff is is great. If you want to get hyped and stoked about characters and storylines and stuff, that's a great place to start. Uh what else? Oh, you wanted to, so, so I don't know how you say this. Bellular gaming. Is that right? It's like cellular, <laughs> but bellular. Okay. Bellular, whatever it is. Bellular. I'm not sure, but his channel is awesome. It's a YouTube channel. And um, so I said that I was inspired by Dills and it's certainly uh, true for getting back into the game now, but I've been hyping myself up with Legion for a few weeks now. And uh, this channel, uh, Bellular Gaming, I don't know how the guy does, manages to do anything other than making wow content on legion he has everything about everything it's super well done well produced it's it's what you want precise crisp uh and the guy he just you know he doesn't sleep so uh, huge thanks to to him i uh, mentioned him on twitter and uh and told people to go check out the channel and he actually apparently is a listener to the show. So, you know, it's a small world. Oh, that's um, fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. And you went down a deep, yeah. like a deep, deep rabbit hole there. Like he, uh, yeah. he has tons of content and I, I swear like for days there, when I was trying to talk to you about various things, you seem to have disappeared into that world. <laughs> so good job. Yeah, uh, exactly. that, good job. That guy for bringing Patrick some much needed video love. Um, all right, let's talk about some of the stuff that is uh, coming in this patch or the supposed patch that we are supposed to see as early as Tuesday. Uh, class and spec changes. <clears throat> These are the big ones. This is the stuff that affects your everyday activity in the game. And uh, we're going to talk about some of them. Some of them have just slight alterations. Some have really complete crazy reworks like Demonology Warlocks, Survival Hunters. I would also point it, <coughs> excuse me, at, uh, 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 war, uh, uh, who am I trying to think of here? Oh, Rogues. Rogues got- The uh, Rogues, yeah. the, the Outlaw. Yeah, big time. Have you had any a chance to mess with those much? at all or done anything no, in the beta? So, 
Not really. Uh, those are not uh, classes that I'm used to. And quite honestly, I've spoiled myself so much of Legion already. I, I'm sort of staying away from it now. <laughs> I want to I wanna have something that I left to, to discover uh, for me in, in the game. That's so no, I haven't idea. messed with any of it. That's probably a good idea. Um, one nice feature of all, and we're not going to go through every single spec and what their changes are. If you are uh, following <clears throat> your character, your mains uh, changes or even some of your alts changes at all, you're fully aware of what's probably coming down the pike. So we're not going to get that detailed here. Uh, however, the guiding principle, as they've stated before, and as they talked a lot about at BlizzCon and recently in Q&A, seems to still be focused on the fantasy of the class. So <clears throat> if you're like, well, I maybe should try that, um, I don't know, at Warlock again. I haven't tried him in a long time. This is probably the time where you're going to see the most effort from Blizzard since the launch of the game where they're just like, you know what? Zero laser focus on... Uh, these characters being true to their fantasy. That still remains very exciting to me. And I've not done a ton of the beta as well to sort of save myself from being spoiled, but I'm very excited to see what that actually means. Like I'm, I'm excited for this to become less of a, how do I get from here to rating and more of a wire mages, badasses and what makes them tick and, you know, kind of getting back to the, the reason we like these games in the first place. Um, so yeah, yeah, I I'm big on I that. really think there's a lot of inspiration from you know getting back to the roots of why the games in general, not just WoW, uh, but are are super fun, and it comes down to what you're doing every second, um, what class you're playing, the dungeons you're going to, these kinds of things, and for the classes in spec specifically, um, that guiding principle of a fantasy has deep implications for. Some of the specs, I mean, some of them they've mentioned, you know, the mages, for example, all three specs are, are pretty distinct and they correspond to the idea of each of the, the, the specs. If you're a fire mage, you're blowing stuff up. Although, I mean, fire mage, it's my, it, it was my main spec until, uh, until Draenor. It was one of my main characters and I've looked at uh, how it's changed. It's one of the ones that has not changed all that much. But the artifact weapons, which are not going to be in, in the pre-patch, it's going to be in Legion itself, but right. it does change a lot. And it's when I was looking at gameplay videos, I was very excited at how much you're blowing stuff up with mages. It's really cool. But yeah. <clears throat> mages, for example, are not changing a lot. But right. other classes, um, for example, let's, you know, I'll, I'll change the order of the things we're talking about here for a second. Sure. Um, for example, the, the Holy Paladins, uh, are traditionally they've been basically healers and they just heal like every other class. In this iteration, they're going to be um, going closer to the, uh, they're going to be contact healers, basically. They have to be closer to the ones they want to heal. So it's, it's going to be very different from the other healers and uh, very active, I suspect, because you're going to have to be moving around uh, quite a bit. Uh, so this kind of change, the um, that's the, enormous the by the way I just want to mention that that's a big deal like for for yeah. now it's and it's going to be easy for people to get cynical and go oh man I was fine with the way my paladin played but it does sound like you know paladins are all about to me get, o get over here and stand next to me yeah. it's basically the Reinhardt basically of this world and you want to do that and you want to be close to him and, and he's going to give you auras and, and make you feel inspired because you're in proximity not because you're 20 feet that direction um, what that does to like raids and positional stuff when like mechanics kick in, you got to get out of the poop and people need to spread out. Like a lot of that stuff is still a big question for me with some of these changes. But I have to say from someone who does not play a paladin, this might be the first time a paladin <laughs> sounds interesting to me. 
Yeah, I agree. What I want to see is basically the holy hammer of healing. Like he has to smack you over the head with a hammer and, you know, it makes you feel better. That would be <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, there are other things. The uh, outlaw, outlaw rog uh, that you mentioned, it used to be combat rog. Rog. Rogue, which didn't mean anything. Uh, now it's outlaw, and it's gonna be—he's gonna be playing with pistols, and he's gonna be playing dirty. Yeah. Um, you have the, um, the the druids are another class that don't really change a lot per spec, but um, keeping in 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 um, in keeping with that idea of the fantasy of the classes and of the specs, uh, druids have a row of talent that is basically another specs, um, how do they call it? Uh, affinity, I think. Mm -hmm. So you can basically have the, the very, if you're a, a resto um, druid, you can choose to have the core spells of another spec. So you could be a resto druid and have, uh, you know, more than the basic spells of um, balanced druids. So you would have a little bit of that gameplay and you can actually fulfill two roles a little bit at the same time, much more than you did in previous iterations, even though there were some things that um, uh, uh, looked a little bit similar. I mean, here it's really like you have the basic rotation that is possible for an off spec. And that's very exciting to me as a druid main now. I can do basically two things at once. It's obviously never going to be as efficient as someone who specializes in one thing. But um, right. So another another to give this idea of how it's going to work. Uh, the demonology warlocks are basically what they are saying is that they want to make the warlocks enslave the demons and not just become a demon. So you're, you're going back to actually uh, uh, controlling those, those uh, demons and, and playing with fire, basically uh, getting closer to the, to that fell energy and to the, um, to the, the burning legion yeah. and enslaving them and making the, making them do your bidding, not just turn into a demon and destroy everything in around you. Which is so, um, so cool by the way. Love that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just, that's a lot of uh, basically intent. Uh, we're going to have to see how it works out within the, um, within the expansion, but it's, it speaks a lot to me. And um, the other thing that is really important, actually possibly even more exciting to a lot of people is uh, something that's been a little bit, uh, uh, that ha not everyone knows. Uh, there, there are basically one spec tree per spec. Uh, one talent tree per spec, I'm right, sorry, right. Uh, for every spec. So you don't have this one talent tree that is common to all of your specs, but they have added like hundreds of talents uh, to make each spec completely different. So um, there are, each of the specs are going to have completely different choices. And I really like that that change. I do too. Um, I, I think, think it's going to be, it's, it allows them to further, it, once again, the uh, because they don't have to cater to all of the specs with each talent tree, but they can cater to each uh, fantasy individually. So yeah. I think that's going to be really what, cool. what they're doing here. And some may say I'm crazy or think that this is actually a bad thing, but I'm going to argue this is a good thing. It's it's a, an approach that they took with Diablo three over Diablo two. Diablo two was a very regimented. Once you chose what you had, you were stuck with it. Uh, there was no respecking for a very long time. That's not true anymore. But uh, but Diablo two was all about that. It was all about locking in, making a choice. And if the end at the end of the day, if you had a level seventy whatever, and he was terrible, he was on you. You were an idiot, and poo poo for you for picking all the wrong stuff and not reading enough Usenet forums or whatever to find out 
you know, what the best thing was to, to build your necromancer. What they've done here is a little bit like they did in three. They said with three, all right, look, we want this to be fluid. Um, we don't want it to feel locked in. And even though you could go change your specs and stuff, this is a step towards, uh, well, there's a few steps. The main step is you don't, there are no more dual specking. Forget about that thousand gold you spent back in uh, uh, Wrath of the Lich King. <laughs> there is no dual specking. It you're is, not getting it back, by the way. Right, you're not, you no. Don't, there's, you don't go to the guy like, hey, dude, five years ago, I paid you a thousand <laughs> gold to do this. What What yeah. gives? Yeah, yeah, it's the time yeah. has, the, the statute of limitations have passed. Statute, rather. <laughs> So um, that's nice. The statues too. Statues I mean, as well. The Why statues not? of limitation that you see in Storm when they're like, uh-uh, mm-hmm. no, too late. They're right there at the entrance. Watch out for those. Only mm-hmm. uh, only dragons can knock them down. But but anyway, the point is that uh, <laughs> I don't know why I made that reference. Uh, you, you've got an opportunity to do spec switching without having to worry about anything. You just go to a city or a rest area. Boom, change your spec. That's very fluid. Having individual talent trees per spec is also very fluid and changing those is very easy and basically just letting you construct a character in a much more unique way and doing things that are much more in keeping with the fantasy of it all so in the, in the end of all of this the only real questions i have about this and i really like the i really love everything about it is what does it mean for for end game i'm not that worried about what it means for pvp which we'll talk about in a minute because there's a lot of homogenization being done separately for PB, pvp to keep people on the level playing field. And I think that's how they have to do it. But out in the other world, balance isn't as important. And I don't mean that someone's way OP and ridiculous, but in like in Diablo uh, 3, depending on how you rune up and what gear you have and what sets you have and all of that, that will determine your 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 play style. And, and you get to determine your play style. So suddenly these characters all feel way more sandboxy to me. And this is even before we get the weapons. The artifact weapons are going to change everything. And that's a whole nother, you know, well to climb down to figure out and to min-max and everything else. But before that, there's this new playing field that is my hunter that used to be kind of regimented three ways you could go and that was about it. Like maybe finally they've reached that place that Greg Street always talked about, which is the perfect combination of customization and game balance. Maybe they're finally there, Patrick. They're like knocking at the door and we're going to get it on Tuesday, part of it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't... I don't know that it's ever going to be, you know, they're always going to be doing adjustments and, and changes. I don't know that this is more problematic than it was before. Um, it's still the same number of specs and the same number of variables, uh, roughly, that they have to adjust. So I, I'm i not worried in that sense uh, that you seem to be. I'm not worried. It's not so much that I'm worried. It's that when you get to end game, You're wondering, I'm wondering, yes, I'm wondrous about this. Like I'm, I, I'm not, there's no real concern. Like they could listen, if this thing hits, if Legion hits and everything is completely out of whack, I'm totally cool with that for a while because they'll tweak it. They'll, they'll oh, it tighten be, it up. Yeah. It'll be fine. But I really want them to lean hard into this fantasy matters and characters behave in ways their fantasy should. And we're not just all a bunch of vanilla versions of each other. Um, and in a way, this answers a lot of vanilla lovers' questions about differentiation of, of classes because there was a lot more of that in the beginning and is less of it now. So so this is in some ways a return to form. In other ways, it's very progressive in thinking for the game. And, you know, I, for one, am very optimistic and positive about it. I know a lot of players are worried about it. I, I'm not one of them. I'm excited one way yeah. or the other. Um, they also They also added lots of little things like 
for you know uh, ease of use and quality of life. Um, if you queue in an instance, for, you queue for an instance has a certain role, and you're leveling or questing in another role. Uh, you will be your your spec will be changed automatically for you once you get into the instance. So you don't have to go like, oh wait, guys, I'm I can't heal. I'm I'm retribution at the moment. So everything is taken care of for you like that. And so I think it is Does it assume what role you want to be though? So does it know like what if I want to play Marksman oh, well, and not, you know, not survival or whatever while I go into that dungeon? Am I gonna am I gonna have oh, the option? You're to- talking yeah. I, I you're talking about the the pesky DPSers who don't have anything to worry about <laughs> except doing DPS. I'm talking about the actual responsible players that do tanking or healing, and you know that do the heavy the heavy lifting during the the instances. Ah, uh, those the, the ones, ones that carry that us that through and make and yeah and actually have success. Yeah, I understand exactly. those people, okay. the ones that matter. All right, not, not the DPS. Yeah, you guys go ahead. See how uh, see how quick that boss comes down. <laughs> go ahead, it's fine. See if you can no, heal him to know, death. I don't. I don't know that it it, it changes it changes roles. Uh, maybe it changes specs as well. Maybe it tells you. You know, it asks which spec do you want to play instead of which role. But that I'm not sure. I'm I wonder sure. if one point at one point in the future, maybe not now, but maybe later, they they let you pre-assign that to an instance. Like I want to go run whatever, and you can set a. I mean, this requires new UI and everything else, so they're probably never going to do it. But they could add some sort of like, yeah, I always want to be survival when I go in here, and then it would just remember well, to do it. So there is the UI for the different roles. If you're, I'm guessing again that you have never done that. Oh stuff, right, when you choose, yeah, 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 no, you're right. They already do have that, but you they don't do tank, it. Heal, but or, they, but they don't do it if you and I are in like a, a big twenty five man group, do they? No. Like well, so anytime you you use the raid finder or dungeon finder or anything right. like that, you specify the role you want to play in that dungeon, and when you start, it tells you which role you've been selected for. And um, and so you know that you're the healer or the DPS or, you know, a DPS or a tank for that instance. And it's the same for every iteration of the raid dungeon finder and uh, PVP and all of that. So now the only thing that's going to be different is that it's going to switch you to the spec you, you have been selected for um, when you enter the instance. Yeah. But I don't know if that applies to, to specs, yeah. different specs of DPS or just to the different roles. A little, si- little side note. Uh, here's, a, here's a quiz question for the audience. When can you tell that Scott hasn't raided in about nine months? <laughs> it's, when he, <laughs> it's when he forgets there's a freaking UI for uh, Raid Finder. That's when. It's really been that long. It's been forever for me. I don't know how long it's been yeah. for you, but no, I, yeah. Until I, until I went back into, you know, a week ago, I hadn't raided. I came in every once in a while to do a little bit, but hadn't done anything seriously for months and months. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely agree with you there. Well, uh, all right. So real quick before we go past these uh, uh, enhancement shamans, I want to know what Maelstrom resource is because I have not been following the, the what's going on with them at all. Can you tell me about that? What the hell is that? So Maelstrom is a resource that is uh, uh, different from your mana. Uh, it's another resource that you have to build up and spend with the different uh uh, abilities that you have. I don't know exactly how it works. Uh, again, you know there are like what thirty specs in the game, and I've never played a shaman. Yeah. So shaman, shaman, <laughs> one of the either. I've never played either. Um, shaman. So it's a shaman. Shaman. Yeah. Uh, the shaman. Uh, I've never played them, so I don't know. But it's uh, it's basically uh, for enhancement shaman. Sh- 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 uh, they don't. 
they they use different resources. So again, it dif- it differentiates them from their other shimon uh, brethren. Yeah, the showman. Um. Yeah, so showman. all right, that's cool. I just I just hope it means they have to go out and like farm farm it from the maelstrom itself. <laughs> That would be awesome. Farm, farm the males. Yeah, they go and and they hang out with Troll, and they're like, "Hey, dude, how's it going?" Yeah, yeah, it's pretty swimming? awesome. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too, buddy. Uh, let's talk about PvP. We've talked uh, actually a bunch about it leading up to it, but um, this is what you're going to see on Tuesday. Gear is going to be normalized to eye level 850. All of you, every so one of actually, you. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, because I think we did a poor job at at explaining it last time. It was a little bit confusing, and I'm realizing that my notes are a little bit confusing as well. Mm. So maybe I, I'll, I'll explain very quickly. Basically, when you go into a PvP instance, your gear doesn't matter. Every character of your same class and spec are, is going to have the exact same... Uh, 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 oh, the, the exact same characteristics numbers. Uh, Everyone's going to yeah. have the same. Right. Their yeah. gear, everyone's gear is going to be normalized. Everybody's going to be on the same, the same boat. Yeah, your same amount of intelligence, same amount of agility, same amount of uh, of strength, right. everything. Stats, correct. And then, Sidian in the chat room stats. says it right. There stats is the word. The, yeah, that's a, it's a crazy English word, hard to remember. <laughs> <laughs> so stats are going to be the same for for everyone in your spec. Um, the then if you gear up, uh, you know, if you get really higher gear, you can increase the stats a little bit, but it's going to be a, a portion of uh, the stats increase that you get because uh, thanks to the gear basically if someone has a hundred levels a hundred item levels on you they're only going to be 10 percent more uh, powerful than you are right so basically everyone's going to be on the sa- on a level playing field for pvp yeah which makes perfect sense uh, there's also a specific talent tree that unlocks as you progress into pvp levels 1 to 50 level 50 you can prestige going back to level one is all very, uh, you know, anyone familiar with competitive online games will understand that whole uh, system. And uh, you get improved PvP insignia, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, progression in PvP that isn't just collect a bunch of currency, go to town and buy shit is something I'm very yeah, excited so about. You still get, you still get um, gear that, you know, at the end of the instances, we mentioned it last episode as well. So you do get, it's possible to gear up. Uh, and as we said as well, gear is not different for there's no pvp gear it's all the same right. uh and you get in legion and in uh, you know in pve and pvp your gear has a chance to be upgraded randomly so just like it does in the current game but you also get that gear that can be upgraded in pvp instances but overall every most people are going to be playing uh pvp and get level one to level 50 pvp level and probably not going to prestige unless you're very uh dedicated to pvp and that unlocks an entirely different talent tree um there's uh one talent every two levels roughly at the beginning and then every three levels and uh actually let me check how many rows there are i'm getting excited uh, while you're saying while you're saying these words i'm getting excited about pvp in the game for the first time ever i don't care about it in this game but this is these this kind of progression is where i live so um actually i mean I, i may never prestige like some kind of crazy person but i'm way into the idea of like levels and talents and like a separate game it's like a game within a game in a weird way so let me blow your mind then all right the pvp talents are also spec specific 
Whoa. That you have an entirely different uh, talent tree if you're playing one spec or another. They're, they're again, the fantasy of the class. So you're going to have two entirely different trees, one for PvE, one for PvP. Uh, obviously, the PvP uh, talents only apply when you're doing PvP content. Um, the PvE talents apply everywhere, but the PvP talents are only active when you're doing battlegrounds and arenas and all of that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so again, the the PvP talents are specific to your spec too. So when they were saying they were adding hundreds of new PvP talents, of, of new uh, talents for the trees, they weren't kidding. Yeah, they weren't joking it's, around. It's tremendous. And they further, I really feel like for the first time, the, the games feel together but separate. And I've always felt like that was the oh, way yeah. to go. I mean, I know there's this, there's a utopian ideal of, wouldn't it be nice just to transition from one to the other and have it just you know, be, be no different and, and except that now you're fighting real people or whatever, but you're, you're sort of keeping everything in the same line. And I don't think that works. And what's funny or ironic about it is now that they're doing this, it actually gets closer to that goal, which is I can just seamlessly transition into that part of the game and not feel like I'm completely out of it or that I'm way under leveled or that I just get stun locked constantly. Like it's a, ugh, it's like for the first time, PvP feels not like a tacked on thing, not like something you just expect from a Warcraft game like we were told in 2004 and 5, but actually a fleshed out thing. So I'm fingers are crossed, man. Holinka, you and your team, don't let us down, man. No pressure, though. No pressure. It's fine. Uh, you get gear after every battleground. Is that correct? That is correct, right? Yeah. So right. every battleground, you get a piece of gear. And as I was saying, it has a chance to upgrade. Um, it So the way the upgrades work, and that's gonna that's not going to be active when the patch arrives. The gear is only going to be active, I'm, I'm pretty sure, when you get to max level, or maybe not max level, but when you start doing things in Legion. Uh, the way it works is that it has a certain chance of upgrading by five item levels. Yeah. Um, and so let's say you're supposed to get a, an eye level 800 piece of gear. It has, let's say, a 15% chance of getting five extra levels. So you would get a, an 805 uh, item. But once that's determined, it again has the same, the same chance of getting another upgrade and another and another. So the chances become ridiculously small of getting like three, four, five upgrades. But you could get an item that is... 15, 20 levels higher than what you're supposed to get. Yeah. So, and so that draw. So, when you drop those shoulders that you wanted in PvP, and let's say it procs and hits a couple of eye levels higher, which is great, you know, a little RNG in your life. Never hurt anybody. Uh, <laughs> you walk out of there. The point of that isn't, oh, I got, I got these better PvP shoulders. What you got is better shoulders that can now yeah. go out into the world and be better shoulders for the rest of the game as well. That's enormous to me because it used to be, all right, keep your shit separate. You got all your clothes over here <laughs> and all your other, it's like having to have, well, on the Sunday, I dress up nice and over here, I'm just a casual dude in shorts. And like, I hated that. And I'm, I'm just jazzed to hear that I can just get in there, earn something rad, go out and use in the real world, have that thing, you know, proc if I'm lucky and have it be replaced by a raid drop. Great. And then have it replaced by another rad drop in the, in the next time I PVP, like all of that. Is super exciting. Chat room wants to make a point clear, and I think it's important to mention this for listeners at home or they're live uh, reading this. A lot of people don't know this. There are no weapon drops in Legion, period. 
There are no, well, there might be junk drops out in the world or something, but nobody's dropping any. You're never going to have a drop where it's like, ooh, I could really use that staff. Ooh, I could really use that thing. It's all about your artifact weapon. Now, what they do in the next expansion, we could pontificate on and probably save that for a year or two before we start doing that. But <laughs> it's a curious idea, right? This idea that you get an entire expansion with no weapon drops at all. What, what you are doing is advancing the weapon you have, uh, your artifact weapon. And how that transitions to a new expansion, I don't know. It, it does start to feel like a thing that they almost have to keep around, but I'm not sure. I said that about garrisons early on, and I was wrong. So uh, we'll see. No, I don't think, they, I don't think they'll keep it around because one of the exciting stuff to get in, you know, in an expansion or in a new raid is to get a new piece of gear and especially a weapon. So I, th- I think they're going to be going away. Um, however, the important to note is that the artifact, your artifact weapon, which... We'll get into this next week, but super exciting piece of, of a super exciting feature. But that one uh, you keep and is uh, complete in, in PvP and you can use it to its full potential. So that's the one piece of gear that you've worked super hard towards and it actually uh, changes your abilities as it would in PvE uh, when you're in PvP. Which is super rad. I'm very excited about that as well. And we'll, like you said, we'll talk about um, that at length next week. Tuesday, you will not you will not be getting your artifact weapons. Tuesday, you'll be wearing the same nope. ass dumb weapons you already had. Uh, <laughs> although, in theory, uh, your hunters will be able to. Well, not in theory, in reality, your hunter will be able to uh, have weapons again that aren't just a bow or a gun. Uh, you'll have those I think kinds it's, of uh, staves. Yeah, staves, and or, you'll you'll have oh, the capa- pole arms. I think pole, it's pole arms. That's arms correct. For, uh, but you'll have you'll have your capabilities that are changing. They just won't be. The artifact weapon yet. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Uh, chat room said this. Glomerwort says, but nothing will be... Or sorry, what did he say earlier? So it seems weird to build everything around these artifacts and then go back to regular weapons and future expansions. I would only say to that, I agree at this point, but I also said that about... Uh, I thought that about garrisons. I thought, well, if they're going to have them here and now this is how uh, people are getting things made for themselves or they're, they're you know min-maxing on their various uh, professions and stuff, well, then this has to stay clearly. But I was wrong about that. So maybe it depends on how well it's received. Like, I think if garrisons were so well-received and beloved, maybe they would have had to carry it forward. And maybe that's what happens to uh, artifact weapons. It does seem very fundamental now, and it seems weird to not have them in the next one. But I have learned from experience not to, you know, not to tie my wagon to that just yet. I, I I don't agree. I think uh, this is awesome for this expansion, but things change. The thing with with World of Warcraft is that really every expansion is kind of a new game. It it's the same basis. It's a lot of the things remain obviously, and and that's that's normal. But it, it, there are so many things that also change that it's a very different experience uh, for people who are used to it. So. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's it's a little bit too. It's early. a little early to say, isn't it? I agree. Uh, tidbits of stuff that are that are also happening on Tuesday. Let's talk about a bunch of these. Uh, transmog wardrobe is a thing you will have access to on Tuesday, assuming it. Yeah. So Tuesday. that I, I'm putting it as a as a tidbit because it's it's really it's really just that you get a wardrobe that is a collection just like your pets or or toys or you know all of those where you get all of the items that you've ever, well, not the ones that you've ever acquired, but a lot of the ones that they can track, 
you're going to have their appearance available and you can design, uh, you know, outfits that you can select at the click of a button. And so a lot of people are, are hunting transmog gear now and, and looking forward to having a very easy way to equipping all of these appearances without you just, you know, having to have all of the items in your, in your bags and some silly mod that, that is annoying to uh, handle. So you, you'll just click a button and you have the outfit, the, the appearance only. Obviously, the uh, items um, are, are the same. It's just transmog. So it's a, it's a wardrobe. It's super cool. It's a, and, it's a great uh, and yet a another going to be hunting. Yeah, and yet another great thing for this team to not steal, but lift from the Diablo team. The way the transmog works over there has always been very elegant and simple and easy to use. What you've described to me, the wardrobe sounds like that, and that's awesome. Totally stoked about that. Uh, melee animations have been totally redone and they look really good. I agree. Seen video look great. So you're not going to just look like, uh, it's very dynamic. Yeah. And I, it's interesting. Like last expansion, it's hard to remember this cause it was so, it feels so long ago, but it's also so recent. That's when we got our new models was warlords. People forget that. And so the pre-patch for that game, one of the big things was you would have your new model of whatever character you play, except for, I guess, uh, who was it? Blood elves didn't have them at launch and somebody else. can't remember who. Anyway, it was just them, and that's. But you were racist, and they you? suck. Wait, yeah. was was it warlords? It was warlords. It felt like it was. Isn't that weird? I guess it was. Yeah, yeah it was right. totally warlords. It was yeah. crazy. Um, but now we're <laughs> starting to see them hit animation stuff, which seems like the the order to go in if you're going to have an order to these things. Uh, what else? Yeah, and if if you're if you're if you're playing a melee class, they look really good. But I'm usually playing. Um, uh, casters so i can't wait for the next expansion when they redo casters hopefully yeah you don't um, what do you mean you don't you're not this is not sick of mages going rrr, rrr, yeah exactly rrr. the same thing over and over i can't imagine uh <laughs> what else oh hp and resource bars appear below your character not above them Ooh. <laughs> no, but they, there's it's basically a lot more uh, detailed. You have all of the details that you have on your uh, character frame on the unit frame. Mm. Um, it's just below the your your own character, so you can look at the fight instead of looking at you know however many combo points you have in the top the top left of the screen. So that's just a, a nice little additional. Yeah, it's uh, a nice UI quality thing. of life things. Like there's another one. There's a circle. The circle below the mob, which we've always had. As just a circle, I'll have a little sort of, and I've seen this in the beta, like a little arrow type looking point to it so you know which direction they're facing. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with how demon hunters behave. So people, uh, them and rogues, rogues want to plan attacks in ways that best maximize where they're stabbing from and what direction at what time. Seems like a, a, a nice quality of life improvement there as well. There's been improvements for profession UI, which won't affect me at all because I hate them. Uh, this includes <laughs> finally you get the, the professions are getting a, a huge rework by the way well we might touch on it next time but uh, you get finally double sized windows it's been killing me and there's a, a an add-on for this but anyway yeah professions yeah. UI thank god finally class trials for everyone well let's talk about that yes yeah so we screwed up last time. Well, we didn't screw up. We just we, it was my yeah. fault I, did, I didn't realize I blame you then so explain what happened what was the problem there so, well, I, I played a little bit and uh, didn't realize that the class trials were actually available for just when you create a new character, level 100 character, um, 
well, okay, even if you don't have a, a level 100 boost, you can just decide, I'm going to create a level 100 character, go through the class trials and and a little bit of the quest line, and then you get to decide whether or not you want to use your booster or buy one. So it's just a way for you to try out a, a different class and, uh, you know, see which uh, class you want to use your booster on. But it is available for everyone. And uh, thank you uh, to the many people that let me know it wasn't just if you had a, a booster available that you could do this. So, yes, it does make sense. The world is whole again. Thank you. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Uh, joining us, it looks like, is Dills. Dills, you over there? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, man. What's going on? You Yo. made it. Yay, you made it. Not much. Dr just, got back to, got, just got back to the house. I've been spending some time up north. So. Oh, that's good. Uh, glad to be here. North yeah. Texas. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, North Austin. Oh, okay. Well, that's even better. Cedar Park, specific. <laughs> well, it's good to have you here. We've been uh, we've been just going through some some of the minor stuff here. Uh, we've, we've done some pretty deep and, stuff about PvP and class changes, but we're sort of just talking about the little bits and what we think is happening on Tuesday. Uh, for the and uh, I was I was saying how you have been my inspiration, Dills, for getting back into WoW, and uh, I'm basically back hardcore. He has a I'm nice. doing everything, everything, yeah. all the things I'm doing. He has a real yeah, problem now. Cool. Yeah, it's been that's been how I've been playing too. I I yeah, I kind of started to dip my toe, and the next thing you know, I was uh, you know six hours into a night and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, so I got my drainer flying is complete. Yeah. Uh, I now I now fly around drainer, which yeah. is sweet yeah uh i got my warrior to 99 so i'll hopefully have him by 100 to 100 pretty soon working on the final part of the uh, legendary quest chain and then of course uh today or yesterday 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 started the pet uh the, the pet stuff 200 bonus experience or whatever so oh man uh yeah so i got like i think i finally hit 35 level 25 pets or something like that yeah oh. it's 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 everything. Yeah, all you guys it. are nuts. So, are you? So, give me. You're flying now. Which of the zones is it? Bird, Bird Town, or whatever the hell it's called. Whatever the name of the zone is, is that the best looking <laughs> right. one? Yeah, that's it. Is it nice from the sky, or what? Which one do you prefer flying over now? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's all pretty nice. Um, the the biggest advantage that I found though is just my alts. Uh, it just makes leveling up the alts so much faster yeah uh, you're not just running around you know and once you've already seen all this stuff you don't need to see it all again is you know which is i think the idea behind doing all this but yeah uh yeah and then of course you know hanging out in war spear and actually like floating above everybody is pretty nice <laughs> looking at all the plebs running around on the ground uh i hadn't, but, yeah, I hadn't considered that there's like a real class warfare going thing thing <laughs> for those who yeah. fly and those who don't that's amazing and I didn't even, yeah, you know I what didn't even I'm, pay I'm, attention. You, know, the, you get the, the sky terror too, which is actually a pretty cool mount. I've totally forgot about that, but it's it's awesome. Like oh, right. Yeah, there's a, yeah. an award for, a reward for I've totally forgot about that as well. That's crazy. I, I didn't even think about it. And then I hit the achievement. And I was like, oh, yeah, and another free mount. Thanks. <laughs> That's awesome. I, you know, I, I've been doing my dailies in uh, Tanan Jungle. And the class warfare thing, it's so true. I'm like, I'm running around on the ground and the people are just flying in and I'm like, hey guys, can one of you guys give me a ride? Because I'm like, <laughs> I can't fly and like I, I could run, but it takes a really long time. And it's like, okay, fine, fine. silly druid. Yeah, of course. So a uh, couple, couple of tips if you're going through that last little section. This the, um, the sight unseen or whatever quests, those are the ones that, Kind of take the most time because you have to gather treasures and kill rares, you know, to get your 
They're ordering yeah, the, the bacon to wrap up. Yeah. Oh, that is so long. Yeah. Although so the, the Saber Stalkers is, is really long, too. But, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's true. But uh, at least those you can go and kill some NPCs and just kind of you know blast through mm-hmm. a little bit faster. But this one, you have to gather the treasures and kill the rares. But there's a little cave uh, directly. So first of all, you want to go to... And what's the cave called? I'm going to have to pull it up. But there's a little cave where there's a like a pirate guy in there and it's like right by that one little section where all the uh, all the like snakes and the and the raptors are living oh, right. uh, but yeah. if you go over there there's actually repeatable uh, treasures so those treasures will come back every day and you get three instantly from that and then if you go to the little place where you fight the guys uh, in the uh, in the little ring where you put the totem down and then you fight the the dudes i can't remember what that's called but that'll give you three too and then all you have to do is like do a couple more yeah so that's like the way to speed through that a little bit and then once you're close these cost about 3k gold a piece or something but there's the uh the emblems that will give you a thousand rep with all of the draenor factions so oh, once really? you get wait where is that you can buy them in the auction house it costs about 3k gold a piece <laughs> Uh, oh my lower. god, I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> F those daily yeah. quests. <laughs> yeah, so but you're, you're probably not going to want to do all of your rep this way, but it'll it'll help you get the last like five six thousand. You know, it'll huh. cost you right. about I'm fifteen k twenty k gold or something mm-hmm. like that. But it just speeds you through the last bit. So right. yeah, I'm almost there. I'm like, I don't know, maybe sixty seventy percent there. So okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I that's what it is. I got most of the way. And then, yeah, that last little bit, I was like, I could either do four more days of this or I could go to the auction house. And <laughs> yeah, it's and worth the money, man. Spend all that them. extra gold Who makes, that I've been Who's got forever. those in the auction house? Who's selling those? Or how are they making them? Like, where are those coming from? They're, they're a oh, drop. Oh, it's a drop from yeah. the... It's a non-jungle yeah. drop. Oh, okay. or, yeah, I think you can get it from there. As well. But yeah, they, they basically just random drops. So. Did not know those uh, sold. I thought they were bound. So that's interesting. Nope. Mm. Nope, they are completely unbound. Nice. Well, Patrick, get your gold together and head on over. To- You'll be flying by the end of the show. That's right. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, we uh, need to take a quick break and uh, talk about some uh, sponsor stuff. So here you go. All right, everybody. I uh, got a chance here to talk to you about our friends at Squarespace, squarespace.com. You're sitting there going, you know, Scott, I want to make a website. What about? I'd say, and I'd you'd say, well, I want to make one that's uh, all about Legion and my fandom of World of Warcraft, or I want to make a fan site all about Thrall and all of my uh, my uh, my uh, fan fiction I've written for him and his life. <laughs> hey, I'm not here to judge. I'm here to say, great, because there's a place you can do this and do it a little cheaper today if you use our code. That place is Squarespace.com. All the tools. All the templates, all the stuff you need to make a great website on mobile, desktop, or wherever you're looking at that thing. Uh, I love Squarespace. They want you to build it beautiful. That's their slogan, in fact. How about build it a little cheaper? Use the free chode. Use the free code (laughs) that I'll give you here in a second. But before that, get a trial. It's 14 days, absolutely free. doesn't cost you a dime. 14 days free at squarespace.com. Once you decide to stay, you use the code INSTANCE. And that's going to save you. How much? 10% on your account. That's instance at checkout. That's squarespace.com. Do it today.
I am glad to hear about class trials. We're cleared up on that. Uh, significant uh, decrease in view distance. We've known about this. Uh, oh, we've... increase, increase. That's oh, a increase. Thing. Sorry, I meant. Oh, you're not talking about zoom like on mouse. You're talking about like. Yeah, uh, no, the, the the camera distance. I don't know where they they ended up on that, but that's been decreased. But the, the uh, view distance when you're going to be in Draenor, not. I'm sorry, in uh, uh, the Broken Isles. Uh, that's going to be. Oh, actually, it's everywhere. I'm isn't not it? sure it applies to the old. Continent. I thought it was everywhere. I thought it did. Okay, That's usually true. what they do, and then it's just and yeah. it just sort of works. Like original vanilla zones are all zoomed out after I don't remember what it was Cataclysm, maybe whenever they did the yeah. first big dry out. But I don't think they have to do anything to the stuff. It just removes all that fog, and you end up with a you know a better view distance. Mm-hmm. But as far as that zoom thing goes with mouse, I'm very curious about that uh, Tuesday to have someone get hands on who's worried about it. Like Dills, you'd express some concern and we've gotten a lot of feedback from people back and forth about it, why they think or don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, I'm anxious Tuesday to see how everyone feels about it. Cause yeah, I had a know. guy, I had a guy tweeting back and forth with me about it um, where, you know, we had kind of concluded that he doesn't see why it's important. And I do. So we're never going to like, I think there's like not really a place where people are going to end up like, you know, suddenly seeing the other side. Yeah. Uh, it's just some people think it's important and some people don't. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, the people who who don't think it's important, congratulations. It's like <laughs> uh, got, uh, it's like yeah. Valor. It's like Valor and Mystic in um, uh, Pokemon Go. F those Mystic bastards. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> for no reason. I got no reason to say it except for some reason I'm Valor and they're not. All right. <laughs> I'm uh I'm Insight. <laughs> oh, are you? Look at yeah, you so breaking I guess, the. I guess I'm the one that doesn't matter to you. Scott. Well, those two. So it's funny. <laughs> every time I hear about the three groups, and 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 anyone listening to the show, I thought, oh, one show I won't have to hear a thing about Pokemon Go in. Sorry, you're gonna hear one thing. Uh, well, one- I sped right by all the Pokestops on the way home to get here, so you know <laughs> I feel like I sacrificed quite a bit. There was lots of Pokemon. I wondered why my dog my dog walk this morning took about 20 minutes longer than usual, and it's because I stopped at every everything that popped i was really excited last night when i found out that the the hotel that's about a, like a one minute walk from my house is now a pokestop oh my lord um so yeah. yeah so if i you know if i'm just sitting around the house and i just feel like going out and <laughs> getting some pokeballs uh <laughs> i can just take a little walk take a little so patrick is the action cam in this patch are we gonna see that the one that uh, everyone... yeah yeah, oh, yeah it should, should be right should be all right is it um, an official still... thing though like in the ui can i say turn on or off the action no. cam okay no it's really uh what they said was that uh basically they're just they left it it was a test they were messing around with and uh it's not a complete feature it shouldn't be in there but people liked it so they decided to leave it on um but yeah it is absolutely not complete you have to go into the console to uh to activate it and it, as we said last week, it is a little bit wonky. So mm, yeah. activate at your own risk. Yeah. So that there, otherwise, I think this would be an official thing. Uh, Stormwind Park has been rebuilt. Finally, the um, the leftovers of stupid dragon mess are cleaned up. And Stormwind Park back in full uh, glory. I don't go there. don't care about it much. But hey, those people who do, good luck to you. Well, you know, this could have this could have been solved so much faster if they didn't piss off the defias brotherhood you know <laughs> so really i mean this is the alliance is just reaping what they sell i like I this tell. you got like a lore reason i like this a lot that's good yeah. um i yeah. like that a lot just, all right you know edwin van cleef would have been building the damn stormwind up again instead of you <laughs> it know would have taken him three days dead mines yeah uh stormwind or sorry the uh, graphic settings above ultra there's three new ones that's crazy 
Like, what are those going to give well, me? Super Ultra? <laughs> yeah. Ultraman? So, What's going on? Well, basically, they removed the, the, the nomenclature. It's not <laughs> called Ultra or anything anymore. Um, but it is the, the, the Ultra. Now it's from 1 to 10, I think. And Ultra used to be 7. So they have 3 above. So if you want the game to look completely... If you think that your graphics card can run everything at max... Maybe it won't be the case on Tuesday anymore because like max yeah. is even max. Yeah, it's maximum. Uh, it's, it's what the word means even. So, so uh, I like the idea that these are. It's like the graphic settings have received sort of a torment level uh, treatment, like Diablo has. Like, oh, we got torment ten now. Used to be only torment six. Uh, so there's that. Let's see what else. Uh, oh, you cannot start the legendary quest line anymore on August thirtieth. You can't finish it. So. If yeah, you so basically, if you're not done, you're screwed. If you haven't started, you're screwed. Well, well I'm that's sorry. a long I think time. Ha- it that's- has to be to step two for you for it to not be uh, deleted. So you still have about a week to uh, go in, not a week, a few days, the weekend uh, to go in and at least bring it to to step two. But you know, that being said, you're probably not going to be able to finish it anyway. If you if haven't you, started it, there's no way. Because you you'll, you'll have to run LFR, regular and heroic or whatever to ever build up enough of those things fast enough. So. Oh, wait, do you get the drops on all of the different versions? We, uh, I, I feel like you do. I don't know. I, I haven't doubled. I mean, I don't know. I haven't doubled. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm only doing LFR. So. Can I ask yeah. you a philosophical question? Why take it out? In the first place, they probably answered this and I missed it. Um, but what's the point? Just why not just get oh, because, it special? I think really, but yeah, it's not it's not fun if you get uh, if you get your super special legendary thing and then any everyone can ever you know whoever plays can go and do it. It mm. takes time though, so it would require dedication. Oh, but, never mind. Only one drop per boss per week. Okay. Well, I've only oh, been doing LFR and normal if I'm not doing LFR, so I'm not double dipping anyway. Okay. So I have no way to know. All right. I remember LFR. But I think that's I have enough time to finish mine then. Yeah. Because you just can't start it, but you can still finish it by the thirtieth. So yeah. I'm good. Thirtieth yeah. is uh, I don't think I'm gonna be able to. I'm midway through and uh, you don't think you'll make it? I don't know, Patrick. I don't think Put so. your mind to it. To find out. You're a scrappy little Frenchman. Come on. You got this. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. All right. Um, go to. But I have two hundred and seven elemental runes for the second tablet, and I have a third to go. So mm, don't think yeah. that sounds like a lot. Uh, you pre- can buy those runes with uh, <laughs> with Apexis crystals, by the way, in Tanan Jungle. Oh, wait, what? So you can maybe speed that up a little bit too. Yeah. The elemental runes? Yeah, yeah. Apexis. Not the full rune, but the pieces. Get the your fragments. get your Apexis on, Patrick. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah. It costs Where? a lot wait, of wait, Apexis. Wait, what? Crystal. Where? <laughs> Uh, it, it's one of those, there's like a little guy with a legendary quest, uh, thing icon. Oh, right, right. Of course it it's once a week. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, yeah, I knew. Oh, uh, <laughs> damn it. You, you made me, you, you rose my hopes up and then crushed <laughs> no, no, them. Can, in, yeah. In but it's still a significant amount. It's like 75 or something like that. So yeah. Cause you have yeah, to have of 300 of the fragments to make one damn tablet. And then you gotta make three of those tablets. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick, it was, it was like a, it was like a Viagra Scott placebo. Has no idea what we're talking about. He, no. d- he just knows that it sounds like an awful grind, and it, it is. What you it described is. was yeah. a Viagra pl- placebo to me. Is you, you were you were brought up and then like down. Anyway, uh, let's see what else. That's terrible. Let's talk about the pre-launch event. This starts a few weeks after the patch, uh, so this isn't going to happen Tuesday. But we have the Demon Invasion. This is a four-stage scenario in various zones. You get accessories and transmog items, so there's stuff to earn there. Uh, hearing good things about this invasion, people have seen stuff on PTR, I assume. 
because they're all talking about how cool it is. I, I've tried to avoid spoilers because I want to see this fresh and on the live realms. So I can't really speak to any of that. But anyway, it seems interesting. Uh, Dark Whispers tra- transforms you into an agent of the Legion. So you're going to become one of them for a while. This is familiar, though. Why does this sound so familiar to me? Like, this feels like a pre- um, the pre-launch thing for another expansion for some reason. Doesn't it? Well, Dark Whispers think- is a very old godsy thing. Yeah. Um, but doesn't it have like a... Something's familiar about me, me being turned into the thing we're fighting for a while to, to get to kick things off. Is it maybe you're you're referring to the uh, Wrath launch event? Where oh, you could turn into yeah, zombies, that I was think? it. That was it. Yeah, you basically became a bunch yeah. of forsaken zombies because of the yeah. the crates. That's right. You're totally right. I forgot about that. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. So yeah, say? I think the, this. You know, it's going to be interesting that uh, that launch event, but I don't. <clears throat> I don't expect much from it. I think there's. Uh, Th- those things only last for a couple of weeks, uh, and it's usually not the part of the expansion that they spend the most time on. Clearly, you know, they have more important things to do, like the things that are uh, going to to last for the entirety of the expansion. So I'm not expecting much. It's going to be nice. You can get some um, some transmog gear with the, I can't remember the name of the currency you, you get, Uh so the the dark whispers transformation could be fun. It can even transform you into one of those giant um, oh what's the name like the big bigger demons. Um, <laughs> but you know it it could be fun. I'm not expecting much. But on the other hand, the the undead thing stays you know in the minds of everyone as something super fun uh, that that they did. So maybe it's going to be of that caliber. Most of the expansions uh, the expansion launch events we've had since then have not been well warlords warlords was in particular kind of poor it was it was real short and kind of lame yeah. um so anything you here had a quest line that was yeah go see Cadgar and kill a few orcs and you're like oh, okay. speaking of Cadgar, i think that's what's the over under on Cadgar um in this introductory scenario stuff being a loud yelly guy telling everyone to run and push push forward and i, I that's what i'm th- i just i have this feeling i'm gonna get a lot of Cadgar going gather to me the demons have come to the thing. There's just going to be a lot of that. He's I'm pretty sure he's going to say the demons have come to the thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain that's going to be his. Well, I've got words. the leaked. I got the leaked voiceover transcripts right here in front of me. It says right here, Cadgar, the demons have come to the thing. <laughs> uh, I think we have a title. There. Yeah, I think we're good. We've got, yeah, the demons have come to the thing. That's not bad. All right, what else? Broken Shore quest line introduces the Legion story, so you're going to get that. Uh, but again, yeah, all this is post-launch. Be, uh, after the uh, invasion event starts, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to have a, the actual quest line, which is going to be probably similar to the one we had for uh, Draenor, which means maybe, you know, half an hour of questing, and then you know what's happening in Legion. Yeah, and Demon Hunters, they don't get to do anything. We, they get to start before, but you have to pre-order the game, but they get to start before launch of the game, right? Right, the, the so se- basically yeah. for anyone... So everything we've talked about until now, everyone gets, whether or not you have Legion or not. However, if you have pre-ordered Legion, which, by the way, only applies to people who have pre-ordered digitally, if you, have, if you want a collector's edition, uh, if you want a regular edition, I don't know why you would buy it in a store rather than uh, online, but okay, maybe it's cheaper. Uh, but the collector's edition you have to wait until it's available in store on the day of launch. 
And so you're not going to be able to play the Demon Hunters early because they're only available to the people who have pre-ordered, uh, pre-purchased the game online. So that kind of sucks. There's uh, something about if you contact CS, you activate the initial one and then the collector's edition one, and then you can get an extra key that you can get to someone if you contact CS. I'm not 100% sure on this. I've heard it on a, another podcast. Yeah. Um, so I'm not even sure that works, but it kind of sucks that you have you can't, you know, activate for with the collector's edition first. What that tells um, me, what that but, tells me is they have sold a billion more pre-solds on digital and they have been for years and uh, collectors oh. editions are a very small percentage of that, so they're doing the thing that catches the most fish. I'm sure of that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, anyway, so the Demon Hunters, they're going to be available at the latest, August 17. Uh, it might be a little bit before that even. And uh, you just get to to start. So the Demon Hunters are the uh, second heroic uh, class. The first one was the uh, 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 Ice Knight Lord people, <laughs> Death Knights. The Death Knights, That's, yeah. The Death Knights. <laughs> Um, so basically, the Ice Knight Lord people um, were a way for you to play Arthas. Yeah. Basically, that's what it was. You would you would play the fantasy of Arthas. Uh, here, the fantasy is that you're playing Illidan. Mm. Um, and so you have an introductory two levels of quest line, which is pretty cool. I've gone through it in the uh, in the beta a while ago, and um, the you you get from. 98 to 100 in that roughly i would say two three hours uh uh quest line and then you can play with everyone so starting august 17 at the latest you're going to see a lot of um people playing a lot of demon hunters everywhere um and they have two specs not three they only have only have two one is dps one is tank and uh, they are incredibly mobile. They they have double jump. They have a, a sort of dash, like if you remember Genji's uh, dash in Overwatch. That's kind of what it looks like. They can glide, so you can double jump and then glide like uh, you do with uh, Aviana's feather. Maybe a little bit, you, you fall a little bit uh, faster. But um, And they don't have a lot of... Uh, they have a lot of abilities that don't require targeting. So it makes the gameplay incredibly dynamic. And they're kind of a melee glass cannon. They, If you can stop them in their tracks, they're probably dead. Yeah. So they have to stay mobile all the time. And they can transform into a demon uh, w- with like a giant laser beam that comes from their eyes in, in front of them in a, in a small uh, radius. It's... It looks, I haven't played with it enough. I've played maybe, as I said, two or three hours with the beginning experience, but they look super fun and quite different from the other classes in that they are so mobile and they don't rely on targeting as much. Well, much more than monks and and death knights were. But, you know, Dills, it just occurs to me, describing these as a melee glass cannon, uh, doing great damage, but needing to stay out of the fray. Uh, as much as they That's can. Illidan and it sounds heroes, like Illidan it? and Heroes, yeah. Like, that is straight up a description of Illidan and Heroes, and that is how you have to play them there. So, you know, at the very least, this this tells me, once again, they are really speaking to the fantasy of these characters uh, and and doing that right out of the gate with a brand new class like this. Whereas, uh, you know, monks had to be a little bit homogenous and uh, Death Knights were weird, but they weren't that weird. Uh, they're getting weirder, actually, with this expansion. So... I'm all for this. I've 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 messed with that a bit in the beta. I think we all have at least looked at it. I think haven't we all? I think we all did. 
Dills, did yeah. you? Yeah. You play with it? All right. Uh, well, I've, I've played as a, yes, I've, I've played some PVP stuff. Yeah. Have you done um, anything with, you it. haven't done anything with the Demon Hunters, like the starting area or any of that? No, no. All I've done is, yeah, I, I've literally like just done the PVP stuff. because I just don't want to see any of the other things. Right, right, right. So I did the first. The, the Demon Hunters are kind of OP in PVP right now, or at least they feel that way. Yeah, I've um, heard, I've heard that. Balance isn't final. So when I, so my little bit in the beta was just that with Demon Hunters. I did a bunch of their starting area. Didn't quite finish it because I was bugged how much I already knew. And I decided I didn't want to see any more of that. Um, I actually streamed it, so it's out there somewhere. But uh, yeah, everything about that seemed really cool. My only complaint was that whole their whole starting zone was so dark, I had to crank my gamma up on my computer. Real bummer, right? Sad day for all of us. Uh, and finally, we know what uh, the um, Legion spec minimum, minimum specs are for your computer. So if you were all worried about, oh my gosh, will my rig run this thing? Here's what you're going to need minimum. Intel, CPU, Intel Core 2 Duo. That means not just for Legion, but for this patch, this is where you're going to want to be. That uh, uh, has been increased. That's, to, everyone should have that, unless your computer is really, really old. I completely point. agree. Yeah, you're like, what are you yeah. even doing anymore if this is what your machine is? Uh, you need to have, let's see, there's a whole bunch of chip recommendations. We'll, we'll, I don't care about the AMD stuff so much. The uh, d- disk space, you need 35 gigabyte. That's been increased to 45. 45. So the new the new minimum is 45. Uh, used to be a GPU was only an 8800 GT from NVIDIA. It's now a GT440 or an AMD Radeon HD 4850 uh, increased to a 5670. Um, they are recommending Windows 7, 8, or 10. That's increased from or increased to 10. Is that right? Recommended operating systems, Windows 7, 8, or 10 increased to 10. I don't know what that means. Well, recommended 10. Yeah, right, but, I guess yeah. they're recommending 10. Um, let's see what else. Uh, the Intel CPU they recommend is an i5-2400. That's increased to, or they used to, now increased to an i5-3330. Or an AMD FX-4100 increased to an FX-6300. So if any of those things ring a bell, uh, let us know. Video card recommendation on the video on the NVIDIA side. Used to be a GTX 470 that was recommended. Recommended they now recommend a GTX 750 Ti or a AMD Radeon 26260X. Uh, I hate all these names and numbers. But anyway, if uh, so, there's an increase, but I still say that's a pretty low level. Um, you're, most people are going to be fine. If you if you're a PC gamer at all, you should be okay. As far as Mac people, don't know what to tell you. They didn't release that. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, you can still play on a Mac. I, think, I just, yeah. I just don't know what the what the hit is on the Mac. That could be weird. Um, I think if you're if you're able to play today, you're probably going to be able to play when it hits. It's just that they have those, you know, ultra max settings that you won't even be able to to see. Um, I think this is a, a average that they're giving. So um, I agree. Yeah, you're going to be fine. Maybe in Legion. <laughs> It might be a little bit slower, but I don't think you're not going to be able to play. Yeah, you should be fine. All right, let's talk quickly about the rest uh, of what Blizzard's got going on. So, good job, WoW. We're excited for you. Get here Tuesday. Holy shit, it's going to be great. Can't wait. New expansion. And next week, you know, if you thought that was a little bit exciting, next week is Legion content, and that is incredibly exciting. Yeah, we're going to talk a ton about that. So come back for our big Legion special next week. Heroes of the Storm got Gul'dan. This last Tuesday is on the PTR week before that. I think he feels like a pretty strong mage. 
So far, seeing him do okay. His uh, Hots Logs numbers aren't great, but whatever. New character. He's a, he's a like warlock, a warlock. not a mage. Or, yeah, what I and say, he mage. He feels like a warlock, too. I keep he saying mage. Exactly like Here's a why I keep saying mage, because the problem in the game right now is that there is a auto-ban meta happening that everyone's familiar with, where when you start a game, you're pretty much guaranteed that two of your strongest mages, Kael'thas and Lee Ming, are going to get banned right away. Um, you're left with Jaina, who got some improvements. I think I like her a lot right now with these changes, but but it's not quite the same. So with them out of every either ranked or um, uh, drafted play that you get that you play, that sucks. I think he brings in more than you know. Chromie was intended to. He brings in a kind of similarity to those two other characters. Uh, damage is insane. There's like some really cool stuff you can do with him that you'll you'll at least start to see him being available or one of the other two being available because one of those guys gets somebody, banned well, out. Somebody, you can't ban them all at this right. point. Right, exactly. That's but what I'm, I'm, but yeah. the thing is, he, he feels like, like a warlock because if you've ever played a warlock in World of Warcraft, managing your health and your mana is just a huge part of what you do, right? Yeah. So yeah. he is very much in that vein where you know, you're, you're tapping, like you're always trying to tap when your health isn't super low, but your man is not all the way down, like or when your health is, yeah. Anyway, you're like not trying to keep either bar completely full, right. and so it's like this is like what you do as a as a warlock too, uh, is you tap when it makes sense. You tap when you have like healers that have a little bit extra mana uh, or time to spend it on you, and you do the same thing with uh, with Gul'dan. Yep. And also, yeah, his his abilities are amazing. Yeah, he's... he has the, maybe the worst ultimate ever. <laughs> <laughs> rain rain of disappointment i'm sorry chaos yeah um, rain of chaos is, is is definitely chaotic but not a lot of things die yeah, so it's not great and you have to channel channel it you can't move while you do it it does have a huge range but you know maybe even if they tighten that range it might be better because you'd hit more things within it i like I it know. because the only reason i like it is we were figuring out ways the other night to have it take down a bunch of structures uh so as an ult that was also a good siege play it was pretty good but it's not even anywhere near what Rainer can do. With I mean, his even gets bonus damage to structures, and it hits everything inside the circle, and the circle moves. It's a good point. I mean, it's a better. It's, it's a better. So ult. bad, and and you're not channeling. You're running around doing Rainer stuff while that's going off. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's the worst. Man. You're, run, you're running bad. around being what we call two button Terry on the core show. You're uh, <laughs> you just uh, you don't have to worry about it. You set the Empyrean on its way, and off you go. No, yeah, I, I right clicking Roger. Exactly. <laughs> um, the, the, the thing is that the horrify is just so much better. And if they made that one other one really good, I don't know. I don't know what the it's real weird. But as a character, generally speaking, he's pretty rad. He's awesome. Yeah. Oh, he's great. And yeah. he's, he's super cool. And he's very Gul'dan. And it, I don't know. He 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 puts a real he puts they put a villain in Warcraft that's got some real entry around him. And it's great. And the movie didn't didn't hurt that as well. So no. anyway. Check that out. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the movie is really making Gul'dan into... I mean, he's been the, the main antagonist for a couple of exten extensions now, if you don't know what's happening in Legion. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, but he, he, he is sort of re-becoming or becoming the main evil, and it works really well. I mean, he has this... When, like, anytime anyone says everything now you think of Gul'dan's glowing eyes yeah. so yeah. that's that's really my cool. wife said know. how much of this stuff are we putting in the in the she said this the other day she says how much of the stuff in this room are we putting in the garage sale for Carter's college fund stuff that we're doing and I said 
Everything. Everything. And they all look at me like, what the hell are you doing, Dad? Like, what are you even saying? <laughs> so it's you're right, it's a problem. And he's great. So Gul'dan, I give him a I give him thumbs up, uh slightly quavering thumbs up because of that terrible ult. It's not great. Well the thing is though, he should be this because if it wasn't for him, then World of Warcraft would be a super boring video game where we all run around and live in peace all the time. Yep. So, <laughs> no, there are lots of enemies. I mean, I'm happy about Gul'dan. Try to but... barter with the dwarves. That would be the game. <laughs> try to figure out if they can send some boomsticks our way. Like yeah. that would be the game. Yeah. And there'd because be no. Of him, we have he's, the, the yeah. horde. He's great. He's 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 truly so. the vir- he's the virtual Hitler we didn't know we wanted. There he is. For all to, to love. <laughs> he's, just, he's the catalyst for the entire damn thing. So yeah, obviously. <laughs> Good job, Gul'dan. Well, I mean, I guess really it's like the Void Lords are the, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. the, then they came and they got him and whatever. He's right. the impetus. Yeah. That's the word we're looking for. All right. Diablo, I got to at least, we got to at least mention this. Uh, Josh Mosquera is leaving the company or has left the company, is no longer at uh, Blizzard, is no longer head of the Diablo team. And I feel like that crushes any expectations I had for sequel announcements or anything. I was just curious if any of us here had a theory or a, I don't know, what does this mean for the franchise? It wasn't an ugly departure from all accounts. He just wanted to move on, did a lot to save that game, turned it into something pretty rad. Um, wanted I think to do he something got else. an offer. Yeah. I, think, I think someone yeah. told him, hey, dude, we want to give you lots of money for so you can do our game. Mm-hmm. And he was like, how much money? And they were like, like, how much do you want? And he was it's like, a I truck want a lot. Load. It's yeah. a ton. Yeah. You'll sleep in it. You'll, clo- you'll wash in the money. We'll give you enough money to wash yourself every day. Yeah, he <laughs> he probably right. did that. And that's fine. Um, I just, he was so instrumental in turning that game around from a good game to a really great game that I, I he, his, yeah. he's going to have to be missed, but, but this probably kills like Gamescom or any other chance of us hearing like, Hey, Diablo four right around the corner. Don't you think? Yeah. Re- remember when I was saying, Hey, there's, I'm sure there's going to be a Diablo announcement at Gamescom or latest it, it is gone. I'm not so sure anymore. Yeah. I'm not convinced. <laughs> Um, maybe yeah. D- Dills, what do you think? Maybe, maybe BlizzCon, maybe, maybe uh, BlizzCon would be like maybe some sort of super feature announcement, but we're, we're so far away from it right now. Yeah. Get the, they'd get the, like the, I don't know, the, a, a basic story structure from Metzen and his team and then get the, uh, cinematic guys to make a rad teaser Yeah, and then they can say whatever they want and then just work on it for five years. I feel like by now we would have had some sort of leak, you know? Yeah. It would have purchased some name and had the trademarks to it, something like that, but we there's like nothing. All we've had is rumors of well, like job openings and listings and stuff. That's about it. Like yeah. they've got, they've been, and they've been doing that for a couple of years and some of that was console and we already know what that ended up doing, so they made a console version of D3. So, yeah, I don't I'm None of it seems like like a new game. Yeah. Know? I'm nervous. Uh Hearthstone something happened. Murloc Shaman recruit a friend reward. That sounds all right. Get those Murlocs mm. going. What do you guys think? Yep. Dills, what's your take on the old, the Murlocs? Well, the the uh, <laughs> the hero itself is awesome. Yeah. But again, it's a recruit a friend thing, which I'm not a huge fan of. And uh, at least he didn't have to do five friends this time, like freaking heroes. Yeah. Um, that was the worst. You can do five or whatever. Like the first one gets you the hero, and then everyone after that gets you a free pack. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, so you make one Smurf account and you're done. Yeah. 
So <laughs> much simpler than uh, than the heroes one. You don't have to but make I mean, five I'm Smurf sure accounts. Some real people out there will actually recruit friends. But it's like they add this stuff after the game's been out for three years or whatever. And yeah. <laughs> if I was going to recruit them, I already did. Yeah. So, Your friends have been recruited, man. Yeah. 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 Like I, I've, uh, you know, man, I, if only I had a podcast, I could talk about this and recruit. Some <laughs> I know, right? Only yeah, if there were but, like uh, a, a bunch of dedicated, uh, I don't know, people who like chickens that are angry that could just mm-hmm. f- fall in the line and help you out. I did. A uh, very nice um, listener did go out and get the. The, the hero for me so i appreciate that there's a link you get and then you can share it so oh, nice. you know i mean it's going to do what it's what it's meant to do for blizzard which i think is just kind of maybe growth numbers sag a little bit after a certain amount of time and this is just a way to kind of boost them yeah um, so li- i get it my it's listener fine. my listeners are how i got you know the the, the what the vulture and uh vulture and heroes. Yeah. yeah i wasn't i wasn't gonna do all that on my own do the smurfing yeah, yeah i i still haven't done any of that I, I didn't even care as soon as i saw it was five i was like nope yeah, it's a lot. Fair enough. This, so, is, this is me actively protesting the fact that it's five. Five's a lot. I'm just not going to get it. That's I'm half. Not gonna have think of it. It's half of ten. It. That's almost ten. That's not just like half of ten. They just yeah. then what? Were you going to ask yeah. me to do twenty? Forget you do it. Do it again, and you're at ten. Exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a lot of Smurf accounts. All right. Uh, finally, Overwatch. Uh, man, actually, some big stuff. So ranked play's been in yeah. for a while. It's been a little tricky. Uh, some stuff's coming up with a patch that does all sorts of things, like limit how long uh, overtime is and uh, uh, Diva's getting a huge upgrade, which I'm super stoked about. Uh, but more importantly than all of that, which you can listen to Patrick and Garrett talk about on Overwatchers, instead, let's talk about Anna for a minute. And it is pronounced Anna, I confirmed. I was worried about that. <laughs> so I asked somebody over the weekend. Who well, there's only know. one N. So I, I always think of the one N as Anna and the two Ns as Anna. Yeah. See, I would have, to me, it seemed obvious, but you know how it gets on shows. People want to correct sure. you for the next week. Um, anyway, she's, uh, I checked her out on the PTR. She's awesome. She's super cool. And, um, I'm not sure it's my style yet of played necessarily, but I always say that and end up loving characters. I say that about, so I'm sure with some more time, I'll, I'll really like her, but she's a ranged healer, uh, support character. Yeah. And she shoots darts to heal Patrick. And if you're on the other team deal, she shoots (laughs) that same dart at you and hurts you with it. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. She's a, she's a really (laughs) interesting character. She's a, healing sniper basically so uh she really has to she's super hard to play uh her healing slash um damaging is not i mean she's not going to be doing a lot of dps uh she also has basically zero uh, mobility she is it's super hard to 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 uh escape as anna but she is uh, uh her her Sorry, I, you might know, understand that I'm playing World of Warcraft at the same time, so I'm going to stop <laughs> and focus on what I'm saying. I apologize. Um, right, so Anna, what was I saying? She has zero mobility. So if you're stuck with uh, someone hunting you, you're going to die. There's, she, she is... Well, you can uh, put them to sleep. True. Yeah, but that is... So she has... Her abilities are her uh, sniper rifle, which does a little bit of uh, heal over time over one second or damage over time over one second, about 75. And then she has her um, sleep gun, which it's one charge. And then you have to uh, wait for the cooldown to end, which is maybe six or seven seconds. And it it has a little bit of a delay when you hit when you hit it. So it's not it's possible to do, but it's really hard. If you miss, you're toast. 
and that's your one chance of escaping anything. And uh, if you hit, the enemy is uh, basically stunned for six seconds, I think, but any damage is time. going to revive them. So yeah. it, you really have to coordinate with it. That's the thing. Everything needs to be coordinated with the team yeah. uh, in order to work. That's my concern and, with um, her is it feels like she, if you were the bunch of randos, you're causing you're causing a potential problem by either not knowing her very well or somebody not being great at her or people causing damage and they didn't mean to. Like outside of a cohesive team that's already planned all this or even in those scenarios, you're going to have some pissed people the way that she plays if you're not careful, right? Like that's what I'm worried about. Well, she can... She can be played. I mean, she's not. It's not impossible. She can stand her own a little bit if you manage to position her well. That's the most important thing. Um, but the, the the most actually, her ultimate is really fun. It boosts your target into a, a agent of mayhem. Basically, they go super fast. They do a lot more damage, and they uh, take less damage. So they, basically, you Hulk someone out. It's like morale. Mor it's what Morales does in Heroes, basically. Same idea, kind of like a stim, a stim yeah. pack kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is and, cool. Um, and the other thing is, um, you you also have an ability that uh, completely nullifies any damage that, uh, sorry, any healing that people get. It's sort of a grenade uh, that makes people not able to heal for a few seconds, maybe five, and amplifies the healing on um, on your allies, which if, yeah. if they're caused, so, so I thought uh, it did a I thought so, it did a moderate amount of damage and healing as well. No? Is it yeah, just it does. Okay. Yeah. It All does. Right. Um, but so basically I think uh, op opinions differ on this. I think this is gonna change the game even more than the ultimate because if you manage to catch someone in that blast, they're done. If if but again, it requires a little bit of coordination. But it's super efficient, and it's on a. It's not an ultimate, so it's on a regular cooldown. Every you can do it, you know, every eight seconds. And if you're in a team fight, that can swing it. I think even more than the than the ultimate. Yeah, but so, it feels um, very uh, yeah, she's cool. Zenyatta to me, the Discord orb like that. That but with a little bit, it's like you combined both the orbs into one yeah, yep. and then you just get one at a time. Yep. Whereas in Yada, the orb is, is the whole thing. Yep. But yeah, like you, you hit an opponent with it and then yeah, they'll, they will die if they're in a fight. They will, they will yeah. pretty much just go straight down. Yeah. Um, She's just, but the... I, I mean, Oliver, yeah, Oliver seems very cool, but you, you are right that there's a lot of coordination yeah. and on these kind of solo queue ranked games, she uh, might not be the best choice. Yeah. Unless you're like, have maybe a couple people with you, even if you like, you don't have a full comp. If you even have just one or two people with you, you can coordinate enough, I think, yeah. to make her really, really effective. But if you're not, but she does go down in effectiveness once you've got a bunch of people who aren't working together. Sure, sure. But once you, the worry is that once you've done that and you've chosen her, and now you've got at least a little coordination, it still feels like it, without full coordination, it's five on six. You know, like you've taken someone out of the game. That's the worry. I'm not saying um, I felt like that playing if her. If you're good enough, yeah. you, you can find situations where, where she'll be effective still. Um, but you have yeah. to be the one recognizing what your team is doing and then supporting that. Because yeah. like, she's not going to run out. Like, she's not like Widowmaker going to run off and make a huge difference on her own, right? right. Without any support at all. Because Widowmaker just like headshots a few people and it's like, hey, there you go, guys. Yeah. I just made you know three people <laughs> go away. And her running, um, gun, her yeah. running gun's not the best thing in the world, but it's all right. Yeah. You know? And you don't it's really have to. Yeah, you're not okay, going to take people out by yourself. That's right. the thing. Right. 
Yeah, you, you would have to be really, I mean, it's going to happen, but it's not going to be a consistent thing that you can count on. Uh, yeah. There are ways of playing her well if you're, you know, you can stay in the thick of it and uh, and just, uh, uh, she's kind of like Hanzo in the sense that she she doesn't have, her aim, for example, doesn't change anything to her damage. You, you have a, a scope, but you can just use the uh, sniper rifle unscoped, and it works yeah. really well. You have a reticle, and it works well if you're in the middle of the game. So you're going to have to know when to go away a little bit and support from a distance, and actually when to stay in the middle. Um, so, yeah, I think she can she be effective. She also doesn't headshot, she right? She has no, no headshot she or anything? Yeah. yeah. She Everything's just if she hits um, you, she hits you. Yeah. It's, exactly. Which is super interesting, so, yeah. you know. Like it's an inter she, it's a really, really interesting, and she yeah. she brings a new dynamic uh, to to the to the groups. I think. So oh, I completely agree, and that's what I'm. I'm glad they're being that daring with it. I, I hope players aren't complete boners with her, but I, I, yeah, she's she's got she's got it going on where it counts. Uh, quick email, guys. Look at this. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> Try the town crier where we take your phone calls and emails today. It's just an email, but if you'd like to send in a phone call, you can. 801 471 is our voicemail. You can leave emails at theinstance at gmail.com. We got one from Kurjurand or Kudrand. I don't know how you say this person's name. Weird name. Uh, what do you guys make of all of these veteran people at Blizzard leaving in the last 12 months or so? Is it just about needing to move? Whoa. Oh, Sorry, I, I might have clicked somewhere. <laughs> You're I totally fine. Uh, it just disappeared all of a sudden. Is it, is it about just needing to move on uh, to other things or something more problematic at Blizzard? I think from the outside, it is very easy and simple to look at that and say, oh, Jay Wilson and, and Josh and um, Mickey Nelson and all these people leaving who've been like, you know, some of them 20-year veterans of the company somehow seems nefarious or something's going wrong or they're imploding from the inside. And I think that your first assumption is the more correct one. Um, I know in Mickey Nelson's case, he's got, an, he's got a new novel coming out in August. He's focusing all his uh, time on his writing. He was with Blizzard for 20 years. Uh, he just wanted to do something else. I think that's a fine thing for people to want to do. Even at one of the greatest legendary game developers of all time, 20 years is a long-ass time. And so why not, yeah. you know? There's also the uh, thing where once a company is really successful and clearly has a lot of Good people working there in a good culture, those people become very sought after. Yeah, that's the other and thing. Other companies are willing to pay quite a bit of money to get them yeah, to go you do know, something. For the them. reason Greg went to Riot wasn't because, not necessarily just because he needed a change of pace. I mean, some those things may factor in, but yeah, it was I mean, mostly we about know, we we don't really know. But we but probably what happened is is Riot opportunities are a great opportunity. You can't blame people for taking opportunities right. when they happen. You know exactly. In your life, you don't know how many of those you get, yep. and a good one is a good one, you know? It turned now, out. Not only do you get, you know, a really nice offer, but you get a chance to kind of start your own thing, do something that kind of you have a little bit more maybe saying, or you can put your, your stamp on even more than the things you were already working on, you know? So it's like, yeah. yeah. It's, hard for, it's hard for everyone who doesn't have that kind of stuff to understand, because they're just like, no, stay forever, the thing that I like. Yeah. Um, but they can go make something else amazing that you like. So yep. I don't know. I, I always think it's great. It's great for them. You work really hard and then you get rewarded and that's fantastic. So yeah. I remember being sad when Corey Stockton left uh, the Reaver series. No, what was it called? 
Soul Reaver series, thinking, man, that'll never be the same. He was great over there. Look at all he did. And now he's a Blizzard doing really great things. It kind of works both ways. Like, yeah. people join Blizzard from yeah, those I mean, situations uh, and people leave Blizzard for those situations. So, it's just a company. It's a business. You do what you do. But yeah, like, look at me. When I left Blizzard, it was clearly for all the, the wrong reasons. It right. Was, it was terrible. <laughs> it was... I, the, the the podcasting world cold and they were like, dude, we need to give you a lot of money. And then, you know, yeah. yeah. And then, um, <laughs> but that's the whole point. You just kind of summarized it. It's not like you, it's like, Oh, Patrick left blizzard. What does that say about the PR department? It doesn't say anything. It says, that Patrick- <laughs> well, no. Okay. Let's, let's clarify. I, I, I was no one in, <laughs> in, in blizzard. Those people we're talking about are actual, uh, you know, they contributed heavily to the success of the games. So uh, it's completely, you know, it's a very different situation. But no, I think, you know, you're right. It's just sometimes people want to want to do something else. Sometimes people get offered a lot of money. Sometimes maybe they weren't getting along with their teams or with the management. Maybe there was some decision that um, uh, they didn't agree with. We, we don't know. And also Blizzard has become a really big company. You know, it's there are a lot of a lot of people. I'm sure that there were people leaving beforehand, but it was just less because there were were people less people. Maybe maybe we didn't pay attention as much. I mean, Rob Pardo left. What was it? A year, a year and a half ago, yeah. um, maybe two years ago. It was a while. Um, and he was like a super big deal at at the company he was a huge part of the success of world of warcraft and he was in a, he was a he was literally an executive of the company he would he he was yeah. there when more you know him and morheim and can't think of his other name other guy bald head anyway that guy uh chris oh, frank pierce yeah frank pierce these guys these were like the top brass and he he left and i remember even then though people were rumbling like oh why would a guy like that leave the company and you know well something. it was it was weird but um yeah yeah it's just you know it happens. It's it happens. I don't think, I don't think we're we're seeing it to a level that is, ooh, that smells bad for. And you know, had people said that, I don't know, two three years ago, it you might have wondered, you know, where sure. is Blizzard going? What's happening? Sure. I think now, um, it's really hard to argue that things aren't going great at Blizzard. Yeah. Um, they have more games than they've ever had. A lot of successes that are interplanetary successes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think it's, but it's now fine. You, and it's you, fine. And you've Blizzard got, is fine. And they are fine. You've got guys who started when they were like 20 and they're now 40 and they're thinking, yeah. you know, I could do some other stuff. Like it doesn't have to be just this. It's possible that there's more to life. Like you have to look at, look at it from those individual perspectives. And once you do a that, positive thing sense. too, because um, you've got guys who are now 20 and if the guys who are, 40 never go anywhere else and the guys who are 20 are like still doing whatever the hell they were doing when they were 20 because there's nowhere to move yeah let's get uh, some fresh talent in there sure this is yeah i mean this this has been happening in you know like when i got out of college and i was going into radio i was like yeah radio and then i realized like no one ever leaves radio like once they get like on the air <laughs> yeah, that you, guy will be there until he's 70 years old yeah you go to radio yeah. to die it's hard as hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah to get i mean yeah you'll be doing the news and the traffic until you're like in your mid forties, yep. and then finally the slot will open up for you yeah. in Topeka, yeah. and you'll be like, "Sweet, I get to do the six to nine shift in Topeka. I'm 45." Yeah, I mean that's if that doesn't, if there's no turnover. Yeah. It's actually really negative. I think it is. Blizzard, yeah. Blizzard's probably a good hey, example. Bills, what, what do you have against Topeka? <laughs> oh, I love. Topeka. Why, why well, do you, you know. hate Topeka? 
Do you think that Topekans are, are, are idiots? Yeah. Is that what you're are saying? Are they called Topekans? They're not, not called Topekans, are they? Hope not. I have no idea. I don't even know where Topeka is. I can't. It's in Kansas. <laughs> Uh, the, the great dust bowl. Um, all right. Well, there's your email. A uh, big thanks for sending that one in there. Uh, Kira Jrand, how you say your name? Uh, the instance at gmail.com is where that came from. Let's get out of here before we do. Why don't we whip around the table and talk about what people have going on so that, uh, people can even hear more from our fine co-host. Uh, Patrick, what are you doing? Oh, now? Hey, what I'm are you not doing over there? What are you doing, what Patrick? Are you, what are you talking about? I'm, like, I'm not what? at 96 treasures out of 100 for the achievement. <laughs> That's not what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so I do podcasts. Yeah. I do uh, Overwatchers, as you mentioned, Scott, if you want to hear more about the incredible changes, because we only talked about Anna, but there's stuff for Zenyatta, Diva, Mercy, a uh, bunch of stuff. Super exciting. Go listen to Overwatchers. Oh, uh, real quick. The thing we didn't say that you guys will probably talk about at length, so we'll only just mention it here. It, uh, they're going to patch this so that in competitive mode, you can only be there can only be one of a character on the map at a time on your team. So you can never, you can't be two it's one zero stacking. Yeah, you can't. You yeah, don't stay. No yeah, no more stacking. You don't stay that for the whole time, like MOBA style. But you, so you can still switch, but you can't stack in the game, which is really interesting to me. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a big decision. Uh, obviously, it's it's a, something they've uh, agonized over for a long time, and uh, apparently, maybe they'll change it again uh, at some point in the future, but. Uh, now they've decided that for now it it works better in competitive for uh, with one hero. Uh, it it's not the case in quick play though. In yeah, quick you play, you can, still, still... you can still do your six Winston comps in quick yeah. play. But <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you want to hear that and more, go listen to Overwatchers. If you want to hear about um, the Brexit and you know international news, we just had an episode where we had a, a, the opinion of a Lever from that whole debacle. Um, and we did an episode with mostly uh, stay uh, opinions and one just now with uh, someone from the leave camp. So we have both uh, things to to look at. If you want to understand what this whole thing is about, we had a lot of fun doing it. So go listen to the Phileas Club. That's on Frenchspin.com. Frenchspin.com. Uh, all right, Dills, what's going on? Uh, let's see. I'm going to be out of town this weekend in Dallas for an MGA tournament. So uh, n- never a time better than now to pump the MGA. Yeah. Uh, we're actually closing out this season. This was like our 10th year doing it. So if you're into golf and uh, I was going through some of the chapter leader emails the other day because we were doing some site maintenance. And I think at least three or four people mentioned either the instance or the angry chicken as how they found out about the mediocre golf association. So I realized I haven't been talking about it in a while, so you guys should check that out. Yeah. It's a non-gaming related thing, but it's super fun. Yeah. And if you like golf. It's the great then, game. Uh, it's the great game of golf. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Golf so is- mjtour.com is how you find out about that. You'll yeah. probably see a video on my YouTube channel when I get back uh, detailing the, the my trip here to Dallas. It's going to be a bunch of people from another, a bunch of other chapters. I'll come in there to, to meet up, and then I guess we're doing a big party after the thing, and I'm staying at some, some guy's house, so. Should be a fun little video uh, yeah. coming after that. But I like yeah, the, check that out. I like the stay at some guy's house part also. Uh, <laughs> yeah, some random guy. Yeah, you know, I like how you just skimmed right over that. Golf. I also like, <laughs> I like that the that you're promoting an outdoor recreational activity that involves a ball that will not have a Pokemon in it. So Can I catch anything? But I, you no. know what? I'm curious to see how many Pokemon I will get on the on the golf course. Nice. I believe I in you. I guarantee I will find at least a few. I believe in you. Uh, all right. Well, it's been good to be here. Thanks everybody for joining us. 
Uh, we'll be back next week again with big Legion coverage. We'll be in the, the basking glow of the pre-patch and on to the expansion, which comes very shortly. Yeah. So come back and listen to us talk about that. We are at theinstance.net. You can find us on Twitter, at Instance Show, at Scott Johnson, at Willie Dills, at the underscore T, not, at not Patrick. You can also find fine shows like this at frogpants.com. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Dills, and for Patrick. We'll see you next time. Peace. Bye. Peace out. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. I lee, 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 like lee. <laughs>